Welcome to Season 8 of the Art of Teaching podcast. My name is Matthew Green and I'm so grateful that you've joined me today. Before we get started with our discussion, I would like to acknowledge the Darul people, the traditional custodians of the land on which I'm recording, and I'd like to pay respect to Elders past, present and emerging. I respect and honour Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Elders past, present and future, and I acknowledge the stories, traditions and living cultures of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people on this land. It's the school holidays in Australia, and we're all taking a well-earned break. Today I have a snippet of a larger conversation that I had with the brilliant Dr. Simon Breakspear and Bronwyn Ryrie-Jones. We talked about how to enhance teachers' expertise every term, every school year, and how small changes over time can lead to significant results. I encourage all of you to take the time to listen to the larger conversation. We covered how overloaded educators can keep getting better, three big ideas about practice improvement, a detailed description of a simple improvement process, and their advice on how to establish a routine for continued improvement. I hope that you enjoy this conversation. Bronwyn, how... uh... How important do you think it is as educators to challenge uh, their assumptions um, and really look at what the evidence is telling us when we're considering improving and refining practice? Yeah, I think it's really important to always challenge uh, what we think. I actually think that's where, for me, teaching is really exciting, right? Like it's um, when you challenge yourself to think, what are we currently doing today? What did I do yesterday? What's the likelihood that that's going to have the best payoff for my students? Um, That's where teaching gets really exciting, where we throw up all the possible different techniques, approaches, strategies, models, and say, well, what's going to work best in our context based on what we know? As Simon said, we've got so much... uh, you know, uh, research, so many uh, good people doing a lot of good stuff, uh, often with larger sample sizes under more controlled conditions. Um, So we've got all these people uh, kind of feverishly pulling together all of this really rich um, evidence. And so one of the most important and I think um, enjoyable things about teaching is thinking exactly what Simon said, like what's the likelihood that what we're doing Uh, is the best it can be and we think and I think from being a classroom teacher for a long time that the odds will always be low Um, and that's why you know our job as teachers is never done we can always improve and that's I think one of the addictive things about being in the classroom is you never leave the classroom thinking you know there wasn't a single thing I could do better Um, no school leader has ever thought that they're doing everything that they can to serve their community so Um, Yeah, I think it's important to challenge our assumptions and our practices, but also it can be really exciting uh, and rewarding to kind of come off autopilot, think deeply about what we're doing and then improve. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that uh, in the introduction to your book, it says, uh, what is something you do in the classroom now? Sorry, what is something that you can do in the classroom now more effectively than what you did six months ago? So the idea that we are constantly, we should be constantly refining and constantly challenging our assumptions with teaching and the idea that we 
Um, we expect our students to learn and we expect our students to um, have flexible mindsets and be resilient and change. And, but as educators, we also need to be modeling that as well. And I think it's really important to be able to, um, uh, to be able to constantly reflect and review and refine our practice, I think is really, really important. Um, I also love what you said. Just on that, Matt, one of the things that I think we were grappling with is this tension between this desire and maybe a bit of a push as well, saying, hey, if you're in the classroom, we want to be keeping on getting better and we want to do that based on evidence. And that's going to have an impact on kids and it's going to give you the joy of mastery. But then the flip side of that is people are saying, I'm overloaded, I'm overwhelmed and I barely have enough time to get through my current to-do yeah. list. And I think it's in that tension that Bronwyn and I were trying to sort of explore a creative tension there about, well, how do we do both? How do we continue to get better, model that learning and avoid what we call that premature plateau of expertise, but also acknowledge that incredible busyness that you yourself are experiencing during school term. Yeah. And I think that's at the heart of what a teaching sprint is. It's trying to say, get better, but get better in small manageable chunks that can add up over time to serious changes in your expertise. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the Art of Teaching podcast today. I hope that you, like me, got some valuable insights out of our discussions. For show notes, please visit theartofteachingpodcast.com. The link will be in the show notes. Thanks again for listening and can't wait to see you for next week's episode.